Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. All right, to 27th and McKinley this week on Urban Spelunking. We're at the Father James Grappi High School. This is a relatively small high school on Milwaukee's west side, 27th and McKinley. It goes back to the 1890s, 1893, and it kind of tells the story of Milwaukee public schools and Milwaukee education, where it was uh, added onto as enrollment increased, and we saw additions, and uh, a lot of you know folks worked on, on expanding the actual building itself. Uh, and then when we saw in the 70s, uh, fl- white flight and suburban uh, populations growing, you know, enrollment declines and uh, the school was underused for a long time. But now it's back and in use today. Yes. Well, it was built in 1893, as you said, and in 1912 it became 27th Street School, which I guess was sort of an honor because there were so many schools along 27th Street School. Yeah. That, <laughs> that, and this one actually got to be called that because Elm is nearby to the north and Wisconsin Avenue School is nearby to the south. And south of that, there was one that was called uh, Clybourne Street School, even though it wasn't actually on Clybourne Street. It was on 27th. But then, uh, as you said, it just kept getting additions and bigger and bigger and bigger for about 75 years. And then... Uh, late 60s, early 70s, into the mid 70s, you know, declining school populations in the city meant it was underutilized for a while. And then for a long time, it was uh, home to our urban Waldorf school. Okay. Um, and then when that closed, it was closed for a while. And then uh, they merged two uh, related programs, one called Kilmer South and one called Kilmer North. Um, together into this one building and renamed it in honor of Father James Grappy. I think that was 2011. So I think obviously the thing that's the most interesting is what's going on there now because yeah. it definitely is uh, an, an operating Milwaukee Public High School. Got a relatively small enrollment of about 250 students, mm-hmm. but it allows those students to just have a much more personal education experience. So just talk a little bit about some like the alternative model at Grappy right now. Every nine weeks, kids take three different classes, and they do either a morning session or an afternoon session. The reason they do the morning and the afternoon is because most of these kids have some other responsibilities in their lives. They may have kids of their own. Uh, they may have jobs. They may have other family members to take care of. Um, and they're kids that have struggled in school for maybe some of these very same reasons. you know. Um, and so what they're trying to do is get these kids uh, who sort of span in age, I think, from about 16 to to even 21, because there are a lot of kids who left school and are coming back to try and get a GED or get a regular high school diploma. Um, They really want, they split it up the way they do because they want these kids to have some successes to build upon. And it's just a reminder too that the, you know the, there is no one size fits all. Absolutely right for students for any of any age, but especially in high school when you know when the whole world is changing yeah. in, in your life and you can be you know whether you've got children of your own like you said or uh, just having to work or take care of family or contribute to your family's income. Yeah, uh, there's absolutely. a lot more going on in high school. And for if this sure. works for 250 kids a year, why why not do it, right? I mean, it's it makes perfect sense. And so what they're trying to do is get kids to come in. They take these three classes for nine weeks. Hopefully, they do well enough in those classes that they can say, "Hey, look how great we did in these classes. Let's build on that next time." And so that's that's the approach the program takes. So it's not a huge population, but it probably feels like a big enough population for the staff that you know works really closely with these kids and really hard to to help them onto a path of success. Yeah, and I guess it's also just a reminder, too, that, you know, um, you pass a building like this on 27th and McKinley and you think it, it, maybe it doesn't look like it's that active, but, mm-hmm. you know, for 250 students, it's probably making, it, it is making a huge difference in their lives. 
Um, oh, yeah. And, and meeting them where they are, which is super important. And when you go inside, you I mean, it looks like stuff's going on. They have a, they have a, a library like any place does. They have, um, they have an amazing weight room. Oh, really? I got to say, they have an amazing weight room that students have painted with like murals of Giannis and, and other oh, yeah, people. Oh, yeah, I did see the mural. Which is really Giannis cool. Mural, yeah. And, and uh, the principal was telling me that the, the kids get really into it. They get really into um, sort of the competition in the weight room, like who can lift more and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it really builds community for the students, you know, in a, in a way that sort of, again, meets them where they are. It's something they're interested in and, and they get really passionate about. That's where things stand now. And yeah. next at Urban Spelunking, we're going to go all the way back to the past and talk about how this building has morphed over the years because the building that stands today is pretty unlike the building that was originally there. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that next at Urban Spelunking. 88.9's new podcast series, Backspin, the search for Milwaukee's first hip-hop song is now available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and at RadioMilwaukee.org slash Backspin. Stream all six episodes now. Let's go to the movies. Cinebuds is a podcast about movies. In each episode, you never know what you're going to get. Every Wednesday with 88.9's Justin Barney and Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. Each episode, they take you on a quest. What kind of quest? A quest of danger, excitement, thrills, wonder, adventure. And if you want to join their journey on the latest movies... Just tune in to Cinebuds at RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcasts. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. And we're back on Urban Spelunking at 27th and McKinley. 1893 Schoolhouse, currently the Father James Grappi High School. As you mentioned, it's um, got a dedicated, a smaller enrollment of about 250 students, uh, meaning that they get to work, uh, meaning that they work in uh, smaller class sizes, of course, but also, you know, in in these kind of smaller class um, modules, nine yeah. nine week classes. Um, so definitely an, an alternative education model there that's seeing some success. Um, but this school has been so, you know, it was such a bustling school when it was built. Uh, so take us back to 1893 when this building opens. Okay, so it opens as uh, already there had been a school down the street called, uh, which the building still stands, is called McKinley Elementary on 20th and McKinley. Um, but like as was happening throughout the city, the schools were never big enough. They could, and the district could never keep up with the population growth in the city for a hundred years. You know, and every every MPS school building of that vintage has had numerous additions you know that's and this one had one uh by the turn of the century there was another one uh by the 20s there was another one then in the six early 60s there's another one and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger it's funny it starts one size and then soon it starts growing to the north (laughs) it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and then that last edition was on the south end but um and that one's pretty obvious because it's that sort of 1961 or two era um Shoebox, kind of tacked <laughs> onto the end. But That's the, your affectionate term for the. Yeah, the, the earlier ones are harder to. I mean, if you look closely, you can see. But the, but if you just sort of drove by and glanced at it, you wouldn't really be able to tell where the older editions began and ended. You know. I um, love in this piece you found all these plans going back to the, the originals. Yeah, and it was designed by Walter Holbrook, who was um, partners with Edward Townsend Mix, who of course is a famous name in Milwaukee architecture because he was one of the earliest 
architects here building mansions for rich people and churches that still stand and all kinds of things. Um, and, Definitely a, a name we've talked about a lot here. Oh, yeah. Let's be looking over the years. And Holbrook, I feel like I know the guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Holbrook uh, worked on a lot of mixed things, but also did lots of his own things. In, in schools, he did uh, Trowbridge in oh, Bayview, okay. yeah, which yeah. is a beautiful building, um, which is the only MPS Cream City brick schoolhouse that's never been painted. Wow. So you can Trivia. see it in all its glory. Um, but he also did Mound Street School in Bayview, Dover Street School in Bayview, um, and then he did this one, and this one actually is almost a twin. The original building is almost a twin to the original design of Trowbridge. If you look at them, you can see. But um, but they've this one especially has been altered so much that you can't see it <laughs> quite as much um, anymore. But it's still a beautiful building, lovely building. So when you're finding these plans, I'm always I'm always uh, fascinated when you when you pull out these original plans, these drawings of these buildings from their, you know, these are old documents, you know, yeah. 1890s. Um, what's that process like to locate these plans? I'm picturing you with like, uh, you know, the microfiche and, and like dim lighting and a cigar or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, fortunately, I think cigars are not permitted um, <laughs> because they're not actually on microfiche or anything. Right, they're yeah. actual plans and like full size plans that are probably like two and a half feet by three feet. You know, they're big, and you go into the MPS facilities and maintenance building, and there's an archive room because they use these plans on a daily basis whenever um, whenever they need to do changes to buildings and figure out where stuff is in buildings. They use they look at these plans all the time. So these are not digitized. These are... They're not. They are digitizing them, but they're not digitized. They're not... Not all of them. Not all of them yet, and I, and I don't access them that way. I go in, and I find the drawer that says uh, Grappi, and I pull it open... And you just pull out the plans. So no cigar, and but no cigar. Are, but are you, you gotta be you gotta be careful because yeah. they're they're fragile. Especially the older ones are fragile. So I really am sort of careful about how like. And if I'm having trouble putting them back in the drawer, I ask for help because <laughs> I I re- I mean I appreciate the fact that these this they're is valuable too. This is what there is, yeah. you know. And if and if I or anyone else ruins them trying to cram them back in the drawer, that's not helping anybody. It reminds me of when we went to the uh, the county parks building, which is also designed by uh, Mix, correct? Uh, by Holbrook. By Holbrook. Yes. Okay, so yes, that's indeed. The connection the also, story. a similar again. If you look at the original plan for this and the front of that building, also a fairly similar design. Yes. They have that going on. And Very same, savvy, Nate. Thank Very you. Yeah, savvy. I, I, I was there with you. Yes. But I think back to when we were in the basement looking through all those plans. Yeah. The same kind of thing. Where it was, same kind of thing. This, this, these are the originals. This you is know? it. Right. And yeah. there. And again, fortunately, they are working. Uh, they have copies, um, like paper copies. Okay. But they are also. Um, working on digitizing. But I should say that I much prefer looking at the originals than the copies because the originals are always on the great linen paper and they're yeah. hand-tinted. Like, the copies tend to be just sort of black and white. Um, they sort of flatten the the image a little bit. For informational purposes, they're fine, but what you really want to see are those original ones because they're, especially the ones that are this old, 1890s, 1880s, they're hand-drawn on this linen paper. They're hand-tinted sometimes. Really beautiful. Stamped with the... Um, or signed by the original architects. It definitely has that official feel it, to it. It definitely does, and if you're a geek, it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of cool to be holding plans that you think maybe like Walter Holbrook himself was looking at. Yeah, know? I mean how I mean he certainly was. Yeah, you know, almost safe to assume that, right? Yeah, although I imagine there were multiple copies of these things, even because I imagine the architects had copies at sure. school. You know, just uh, you know, anytime you see, for me, it's always anytime I see like old handwriting or old drawings, just. Just how uh, just how different it was then, and how you know everything from the imagination, the path from the imagination to the real world is so different. Yeah, people cared more. People cared then. more about 
the way I mean I'm not, I'm not saying we care less about the building or how but like in terms of presentation of everything nobody was just like scribbling something on there like yeah. everything was very carefully executed well you can find out much more about this building and see those plans of course at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts and check out the archive too there's uh, all sorts of uh, Milwaukee public schools we've talked about here on Urban Spelunking and uh, I feel like we're always digging up some cool plans so click around check out some other Urban Spelunking articles and 88.9's other podcasts Backspin the search for Milwaukee's first hip hop song also Cinebuds Tapped In Urban Spelunking of course and This Bites all available at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts podcasts on 88.9 are produced by Kenny Perez Handcrafted Sonic Inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from On Milwaukee and your membership. You can subscribe to this podcast and all of our podcasts, of course, right here at RadioMilwaukee.org. You can find us on all the podcast platforms as well. It's On Milwaukee's Bobby Tensilla. Thank you. Thank you, Nate.